0: Yo, we're back for another episode. You ready to do this? Yeah, I'm pumped, man. Dude, so uh, you told me this morning you felt like you've been run over by a train.
1: Yeah, no, I'm super sore, man. I'm uh, sore in places I've never even been sore uh, at.
0: So let's go backwards. You've been training the last like three months for this local CrossFit competition uh, called Thunderdome. And a lot of stuff went on, man. You, uh, you had a lot of great epiphanies and great takeaways that I wanted to talk about on this episode, but uh, tell me about it. How was this two-day CrossFit competition?
1: Well, it was awesome, man. I was actually very impressed with the staff and the way they put it on. Um, everything from the actual game day uh, leading up to it, they did a pretty good job. Uh they were they did a good job at staying like engaged on social media, you know. They'd say, Hey, if you can give us a hundred likes and hundred comments, we will release the next workout. Right? Nice. So um
0: This is leading into this is le-
1: yeah. This is leading up to the um the weekend of the competition. So they did I, I really like that. Uh they were trying to make it as close to the games as they could. They were leaving clues and stuff like Castro does. But um, now it's cool. I signed up, you know, a decent amount of time in advance, so you know I could train for it. And I was training, you know, I signed up at least three months uh, prior to the actual uh, contest. So the uh, process of training was awesome for it. You know, I definitely took my training up a, another notch due to the fact that I had something to work towards. And uh, so fast forward to the day of the competition. Um, now it was good, man. I, I learned a lot. Uh, you know, I got, I got a bunch of takeaways, you know, we can get through um, later down the road. Um, I did it as a team. I did it as a team. It was me, two other buddies from our gym. Uh, and yeah, no, it was, it was a good time.
0: How do you think some of the teams stacked up? Because you know, this is a conversation we have a lot. When you start creating divisions in these competitions, it makes it really tricky because there are some athletes that are in divisions that are much easier than they uh, than they than they should be in, and vice versa. There are some athletes that take dead last place, dead last place in that division, and maybe they overreached. So, how how do you think that went? Were there teams that completely crushed other divisions?
1: Yeah, there really was. Uh- there's got to be some sort of testing you know uh leading up to the competition on where you should stand they do the movement standards uh list they um, sure release those in advance but i mean there was definitely a lot of people uh and especially that middle of the tier thing which is what i did intermediate yeah it was super stacked there was 27 teams
0: holy moly um yeah.
1: in my division and was probably the most of the entire competition.
0: Yeah, and that's what I hate about uh, some of these local competitions. And like, I get why it happens. One is they're trying to market and appeal to everybody. And the only way to do that is to create certain divisions. So it's almost inclusive. But, you know, there's a reason why some of the best CrossFit competitions in the US, Uh, the two that come to mind, Wadapalooza, which is in Miami, which is I think one of the biggest in the US right now. And another one that's really big is the Granite Games. And both of those competitions do online qualifiers. And the online qualifier is the best way to separate the categories because the only way to make it into that division is to qualify online for that division. So, there's no guessing. These people are in the right divisions where they need to be that. Unfortunately, these other smaller competitions don't do it, so you're always gonna have that issue. So, that that's one of the things that I think sucks about these competitions, because there's a guy who's obviously uh, in a division he shouldn't be in, and you're you're crushing yourself to uh, move as fast and you just can't. You just Mm -hmm. can't.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. They got to kind of find that way to to put people where they should be for sure.
0: Yeah, the other thing that you had mentioned which was interesting is um, you talked about there's a uh, there's a clear distinction between people that train for competition and people that just train for general fitness because we're honest and we're clear that like the our population that we like to work with is the general population uh, but there's a definitely a big difference between the general pop uh, and these that are really. Uh, working for competitive fitness. What did you say?
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, you can kind of distribute CrossFit into do di- two different ways. You know, it's the competitive CrossFitters, and some uh, sometimes that could be intimidating to people that are just looking to get into to shape. You know, hey, I'm trying to get into shape. I'm looking into CrossFit, and then they'll do a little research, and then the games athletes pop up where you got these men and women that are you know super super muscly, huge, and they're like looking like superheroes, right? Mm-hmm. That's the competitive CrossFit. Okay. But then, if you dig a little bit deeper, you see that CrossFit is truly, you know, scalable to any, you know, uh, regional fitness, no matter where you're at. Um, but it's definitely, you can definitely capable of uh, separating that into two different categories.
0: And so, where does that separate itself with training? Like, did you feel like you were training, because? I mean, you still took a lot of classes, general classes here as part of your competition, but, and then there were days that you spent with your teammates, right? What was that happy mix for you guys?
1: Uh, since I like signed up for the competition so far out, I feel like I still could enjoy the group class, yep. right? Um, but the closer I got is when I started taking less group That's class really and started focusing more on the competitive um, aspect of training. and. The day of the competition, I literally, I felt like an athlete, right? I felt like um, this is competition. Anything goes, Like no matter how banged up you feel, like I was still gonna give it my all, right? Now, uh, change it to the general fitness side, if you feel banged up a little bit, you're gonna take a day or two off, right? right. Or you're gonna slow down. The day of the competition, there was no slowing down. It's like, uh, what's that slogan that you put up all around the gym and the bathroom and stuff? Um, in regards to on competition, um, in training you listen to your body, right? In competition you tell your body to shut up. Shut up. up. Yeah. 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 That was it was, that was froning, good. Yeah. yeah. That's that's froning, and you know that's a perfect segue to get into what we're gonna talk about a little bit later. But um, not it it was a completely different feel of training for general fitness to look good to feel good, and then training the weekend of the competition. I personally feel like I really did thrive through that competitive setting because that's what I did um, in high school that's what I did growing up in sports I love that feeling
0: yeah it's it's a pressure uh, that you can't mimic anywhere else but within the competitive competition uh, that weekend right you can try to uh, simulate it as much as possible but at the end of the day um, you are tested when that moment begins and we talked about you thriving there's a lot of uh, adversity that your team had to deal with one of your members uh one of your teammates got hurt so you had to sub somebody else in uh some of the strategy you went in with a strategy in the middle of the wad mm-hmm. recognize that you're going to have to change that and you know what we try to tell individuals here especially the general population Is that there's an expectation that we as competitive athletes understand is going to happen it is going to get hard something is not going to go the way you want it but you have to recognize no matter what type of athlete you are what how are you going to respond it's not we hope that this won't get difficult is that we recognize at one moment it will get difficult and we have to learn how to respond to that respectively
1: yeah and then the the true competitors when that moment hits, it's like you either you know fold or you rise to the occasion, occasion. man. Mm. And it like, just to go back in time, like through this weekend, I literally just remember looking around me and like the harder and deeper we get into the workout, the more pressure, like the workout, you know, builds up like the better I got. Wow. And uh, people are, are crumbling. Like, you know, I showed you the video of the yoke carry, like that 400 pound hits and people weren't carrying that thing more than 15 20 feet at a time at least around me and like you know as my teammates bringing the yoke back the 400 pound yoke back to me i can't wait to get underneath it right i, I can't it. wait to get underneath it and dude like i never felt anything like that like
0: well it's been a long time it's
1: been a long time mm-hmm. like you know leading up to the, the the first um event like i'm putting on my shoes like i'm putting on my football cleats like i'm putting on my headphones to warm up blasting you know you know good rap music and stuff to get me amped up like i'm in the locker room banging my helmet against the wall uh, or the locker to like run out onto the field like that's exactly how i would put it you know like the pressure of the competition is how i felt going into a game in high school mm. and like I literally never felt that and what's also cool I want to add in is my parents came this weekend Oh, nice and uh,
0: they don't see you work out here they don't really see me work out at all so like they
1: were kind of going they were out in the dark they didn't know what to expect your
0: mom trains here so she kind of she knows CrossFit but she's never seen she knows the general
1: she's in the master's class right? right right so what what's the goal with the masters get them you know to move well to stay out of nursing homes you know, the general fitness we talked about. She has no idea what the competitive <laughs> uh, aspect of CrossFit is, right? Like, she has no idea. So it was awesome for them to go watch me and like they were they were super proud of me. And uh, I look back, like this was the first time they've gotten to support me on something like this. Freaking cool. Um, since probably my little brother graduated high school. He graduated, um, 2000, I think, 13, I believe, so, that was the last time they watched us compete and wow. anything like that. Wow, so like, wow. their fire was relit of watching supporting their their son compete like
0: that. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, it brings back a lot of amazing memories. They spent your entire childhood supporting you and doing that. And you said that that's
1: it's been a, a ease of, you know it's been years since they've got that feeling to to see their child to um, compete in a sport. Um, but yeah, like I said, man, I, that's what like my biggest takeaway is like i thrived because i was a previous athlete you know Uh i was a good football player i was a good baseball player i played in a lot of big time games like baseball my junior senior year we made it to the state final four both games and played in very very close games you know I, i played aau baseball i played you know varsity football where i've made the playoffs like i've you know, been through that big time pressure before. Right. You know, and a lot of these um, other guys around this CrossFit competition, I don't think they have, you know. And Interesting, that's like, a
0: really good point.
1: You know, they might've went all, you know, high school without playing a sport and they, you know, they get into this CrossFit thing Like wow, this is fun! Like let me try a competition,
0: right? Or they're doing so well in their gym, but they haven't really gone beyond that. Mm -hmm. So, do you think that you can can train that competitive spirit that you have? Like what, or do you think it's in us? Or maybe I mean, I'm not trying to lead the question, or maybe it's a mixture. I'd
1: say I'd say a mix. I'd say a mix. I say, if you don't have it, you could definitely train it by uh, like putting yourself into uncomfortable situations, mm-hmm. to where like hey, um, you know train uncomfortably, you know put yourself in these scenarios that could be you know relatable to a high-pressure situation. Yeah. So you can train that, uh, and at the same time, like if you already have it, I feel like you can build it.
0: Uh-huh. You
1: know, you can build it, and then. Um,
0: well, I think what's other interesting, and this is this kind of. Uh, transition that Rich Froning had as individual to team is that they are two completely different monsters. Uh, the team aspect—you have to depend on other people as well, and there has to be a high level of communication going on at all times. That's nothing. You don't have to deal with either of those things as an individual competition, but you also didn't get—you don't also get to experience the excitement that comes with doing something together. So, yeah, it's interesting. I think you have to. You know, depending on what the goal of the individual is, if they or if they moved out of individual to team, they, you have to train them differently as well because, you know, sometimes these workouts are creative to test the team a- a- a cohesiveness, no not doubt. just like, right, uh, let's do 100 reps and good luck. Like, there's some strategy that's involved. that process as well that you really don't have to deal with on your own like if you fail on your own it's your fault Mm -hmm. but like taking that accountability as a team is it's it's tough it's a much tougher
1: yeah no if i were to be able to go back i would have liked to train a little bit more together the three of us um i feel like we could have you know built a little bit more chemistry and Mm -hmm. um was would be more aware of each other's strengths, each other's weaknesses, stuff like that. We had a good idea, and you know we kind of came up with a strategy, but we didn't really test the workouts like we would have liked to, because they uh, released the workouts a decent amount of time in advance. So we, out of all that, we out of all six or five workouts, we only tested one together, right? So if I'd go back, I'd say, hey, let's try to train a little bit more as a team. Um, but yeah, no, nah, you're right. It's it's an entirely different ball game. Uh, when you're with a team, you gotta you know, uh, determine the transition time, like how far away from uh, you yep. are you before you have to tag your person in. Every
0: second counts, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, you know, is it good to transition more but be more fresh when you're doing the movement or transition less but keep moving but you get tired? It's it's, it's an entirely different ball game, man. But uh, to, to kind of wrap it up, uh, I'm kind of leaning towards maybe doing an individual next time.
0: Nice, that was gonna be my, my last question is would you do it again
1: yeah i i definitely do it again I, i'm 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 hooked man like i'm not gonna do one like every month or nothing like that but like it's definitely <laughs> once a year,
0: twice a year you think yeah, i
1: might just do the ones you just named yeah you know uh granite games Wadapalooza and they're the thunderdome best. they're like, the best those would be my three right there you yeah. know three three a year I, I think that i mean how do you 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 could compete it back in the day right
0: yeah i did i mean the joke now is i'm retired but yeah i think you can do wall training two to three comps a year and be okay I mean if you're doing three that's every four months right yeah so um, but uh, as you recognize there's a lot of wear and tear and there has to be deloading and there has to be a lot more strategy involved in the randomness that are excuse me the variety that we have here mm-hmm. uh, so Uh, Definitely, I love what you said, that model, and I think that can almost be a model, Brett, where like the further out you are from competition, the more group classes you should take. Mm -hmm. But the closer you get in, as time gets compressed, closer to the comp, the more strategic you have to be and the more maybe you do have to step away from group. But what I hate is I hate extremes, I really do. I don't think one person should just always do open gym and I don't think one person who's competing should just only do group classes. And it's finding that magic balance for each individual to be able to feel like the outcome is productive, that what you did, you know that what you did was better than doing nothing, that you guys getting together when you did, talking about strategy, you guys performed better than if you hadn't met at all and done that. But uh, as you recognize, it still wasn't enough. So what what is that balance?
1: Yeah, um, group class is fun for me. So like leading up to the competition, I didn't have the pressure like, oh, this is coming up, you know? like. I was going into it like, uh, I'm gonna give it everything I got, but I'm gonna enjoy the process of, you know, um, training for something, but it's not gonna be so crazy that it's really gonna affect my life, like my normal everyday life. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we joke about it all the time, you know, pe- a lot of these local people, they think they're gonna go to the games, right? We, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not in denial, you know, like, I've been in the CrossFit for going on two years next month, which yeah. is kind of crazy, right? Did, did,
0: I don't think we've ever said this on air. 450,000 people registered for the Open this year, and they're only going to take, let's say, 300 overall and the top 50, uh, the top 50 male and top 50 female in the the general division. Like, mm. come on.
1: Yeah, no, you got to be a, a realist. and. That's my that was my philosophy the whole time, like my mindset the whole time. I You know get, like trying to
0: take first here and then try to go yeah, to the games next yeah. year.
1: No, nah, no, nah, it wasn't like that at all. You know, I'm at the competition, I'm talking to some of the teams. A lot of people that think they're games athletes, you know, are too dialed in, warming up, like they're not trying to talk. They eating broccoli right yeah, before like uh, some other is like, you know, personable yeah, I love like it. Uh, you know I'm I'm there to show like I can still compete I have that mindset I'm a good athlete I'm going to give it my all uh-huh. uh just show you when I still got it but uh yeah man, I'm not going to go to the games Yeah come, <laughs> like come
0: on No but I think ultimately, like you learn so much about yourself this weekend that you haven't had tested in a really long time. And it also was a confirmation to yourself about a lot of the unique qualities that make you great as an individual and that make you successful. And that's what these competitions do. And it's why we try to encourage our general pop to go out there, go run a 5k, go try something outside, go play a new sport, because you really don't know what you're made of until you do that. Because our group classes are the most convenient thing for group like we create perfect rep schemes or simple rep schemes with beautiful equipment that they can do like that stuff is easy when compared to the unknown variable of competition of what's gonna happen on game day you really don't know what you're made of until you go do things like that
1: yeah that's why whenever the open comes around like we're trying to pitch it to every single one of our members just do it give it a shot Um, and what I'm really big on is it's a date on the calendar right you know this dates coming so you take your training up a notch. Um, you, you know, get to that next level, knowing there's a date on the calendar that you either gotta work towards and get better, or you show up on game day when you half-ass your training and like you look like a fool, pretty yeah. much. Like you're making yourself vulnerable by signing up for that. That's why as soon as they release the Thunderdome workout, you can sign up the week of if you wanted to. Right. You know, you could sign up the week of. I was like, hell no! Like they released, it, I said, let's sign up.
0: Because it was gonna make that more serious for it, you. It, it yeah.
1: makes it real. It's like, hey, you know, uh, once you're signed up, it's a completely different ball game. It's like not just talking about, hey, I might do it if things are looking good and I feel good, I'm training good, I'm gonna do it, right? Right. Because right. then it's easy, you know, um, on a Friday night when all your friends are hitting you up to go for a drink, it's like, hey, you know, if you're not signed up for a competition or anything, you can you can go do that. Why not? Right. But it's like, hey, you know what? I got other priorities i'm committed to this event like hey man you gotta go out without me this this weekend
0: so that's our challenge to you guys if you're not if you look at the past three months six months of your training and you haven't really competed at something what a great opportunity to kind of Uh, do a self-check on your current level of fitness to challenge yourself a little bit because otherwise man sometimes it it, it feels like groundhog's day you're doing the same thing over and over with no real commitment to anything
1: yeah just don't uh catch yourself going through the motions commit to something and like the absolute worst case scenario is you probably get a thousand times better than you were before
0: worst case yep Anyways, well, we'll see you at the games next year, (laughs) Bretzky. (laughs) I appreciate it. (laughs) All right, man. We'll talk to you guys soon. See you guys.